3: You, you feel this this nervousness on the phone there sir i've been trying to make an urgent phone call up there
2: well, i don't think it's something i want to do on an overseas phone you gotta make some phone calls hang up the phone prank caller prank call ladies and gentlemen welcome back once again to the second ever optimistic happy joyful maybe possibly probably not entirely hackernet after dark episode so good to have you here dude you apparently i I, i've been we're done with the first call already apparently i pushed pause at some point i talked a bunch we went through a call we did ryan's call i've been commenting on it and i come back to check and it stopped recording right here oh it's gonna be one of those days huh all right, let's do Ryan's call all over again. Sorry, Ryan, if I sound less enthused this time, but I already answered your call, and so um, I'm a little annoyed, but let's, uh, <laughs> let's do this again. Here we go. First caller.
4: Hey, what's up, Ryan? Ryan what's up, man? How you? you
2: doing? Good to uh, talk to Between you my guy.
4: last call and this call, I guess I got sick during the game. Crazy, crazy, but just... <clears throat> there goes another one. Anyhow, um... <laughs> Want to call and say, you know, even though I've been on the bus of, uh, you know, we just lose out the season to get a better draft, um, a draft position. I gotta say, it just feels good to watch the team compete and actually close it out and win. And my goodness, Christian Watson looked amazing. Just absolute amazing. Absolutely amazing. And I don't want to blow it out of proportion and I don't want to overhype him. But what we saw today was that boy can ball. Excuse me, that man can ball. And uh, I just hope that if winning and trying to make the playoffs is the route that we want to go, what we did tonight is what we need to do is play for our strengths and play to the strengths of each in, in individual player. I think the only thing that I saw that we kind of weren't given the most optimal, weren't executing the most optical game plan was right after the second half, we were doing a lot of, Throwing, we're getting very past happy, but eventually we got back to our, you know, our ground game. And I just hope that moving forward, you know, like I said, if this is the plan: play to the strengths. Aaron Jones, Christian Watson, um, and, and even our defense. Nixon is balling. Like it's, it doesn't remind me of two thousand and nine per se when we had like half the team on IR and then we just started balling with our with our reserves. This isn't quite that feeling. But it's something like that where I feel like these these second and third stringers, hey, they're playing for contracts, they're playing just to stay in the league and they're and they're showing up from what I see of what I saw tonight. So hopefully we can keep that going the best of plan. Um you know, I'll probably jump off the whole draft um, you know, placement wagon for a little bit, maybe one or two more losses and I and I'll get back on it. But uh you know, I'm a fan first, and I got to say, it feels good to see the team win. And it couldn't have been against a better team than the freaking Cowboys. But much love to Mike McCarthy. All right, I'm going to get up ball over here, man. I'm not calling back anymore tonight. Just tell my meeting. We'll take care of the kids and uh, take care of myself. All right, have a good night, Ryan.
2: Take it easy, man. Um, So there's a lot there. First of all, very much agree. I'm, I'm still not 100% sold. And I'm not 100% in or out. I'm kind of like in limbo, but I do know that that felt awesome. Kind of talked about it yesterday, but that felt so good to see that. And I wouldn't mind feeling that for the rest of the season. Um, I'll leave it at that. This Thursday, I think, is going to be a really big test. Not just to see if that was a fluke, but, you know, I mean, the, the, the big question is beyond can the Packers be that consistent? This is a, I, I think, a potentially tougher matchup. I don't know because I haven't confirmed it, but there's a rumor floating around that I had heard that the Packers or the Cowboys' run defense was uh, maybe not so great. I also know that the Titans' offense has been quite terrible. However, their record is pretty good, which would indicate to me that their defense has been quite good this year. Point is, I agree with you that what we saw is the formula that we need going forward run heavy, and build off of that. What happens when the run gets taken away? First of all, can they take it away? Are we a team that says you will not take it away? If not, and a team does take it away, then what do we do? Can we overcome that? Can we can we have that consistency from, can, you know, Sammy Watkins? He had a great day. His highest, I think, highest-graded PFF player, which I know is going to infuriate everybody. But, look, the guy had a great day just because he's been bad this year. I don't understand why people freak out about that. Oh, that guy's that guy's trash. Well, you think they're going to grade him poor this week because last week he was bad? That doesn't make any sense. People get mad at PFF and then they say stupid crap like that. <laughs> like, that's your rationale? Come on, man. But anyways, can we get that again? From Sammy, from Christian, from Rodgers. It's been pretty shaky from everybody. Can they consistently win through the air in that way? The offensive line would be another question mark. So the Titans will be a pretty big test not even necessarily because of anything that the Titans do. I mean, we lost to the Lions and to Washington and every every bad team that you can imagine. So if we if that was a fluke, we'll find out against the Titans regardless of what kind of a team comes to Lambeau. If nothing else, it should give us a pretty good indication of where we're at. Win, lose, or draw, we'll know what we just watched. We know what a heartless win looks like. We know what a heart-filled loss looks like and everything in between. So, uh, yeah, and, and and I also agree that this does have, kind of reminds me of that Super Bowl run a little bit where the backups, you know, we, we lose key players, and you think, well, we're doomed, and then backups come in, and it's like, what the heck is that? And when I, when I first answered this call, I thought, yeah, it's not quite like that because I remember we had big playmakers that came in and had, like, interceptions and stuff, and I'm sitting here thinking about McDuffie. You know, he's playing hard, but we haven't seen those big plays, and I'm like, you idiot. Rudy Ford came in and got two picks in this game. So this is very much like what we had when we ran, made a run at the Super Bowl. You know, backups coming in, and it's like, dang, that was uh, pretty good. But, yeah, Ryan, appreciate the call.
0: Hey, Ryan, it's Cole. Um, I just watched, like, that entire um, Packers-Cowboys game. Oh, man, I am just, like, bursting with energy right now. (laughs) Um, Let's get the bad out of the way. And they fixed it, so it's not that bad. But Amari Rodgers is done. Has to be done on punt return. No more.
2: I just saw, by the way, they are, uh, they have made it official. Matt LaFleur said, yeah, we're not doing that anymore, which I mean, yeah, whatever.
0: Keep it with Keyshawn. Keyshawn is legit. Um, also letting up four touchdowns is still a lot. So that's concerning, yep. but we were able to hold him at the end, which is insane. Oh my God. Christian Watson is <laughs> it. Holy crap. Um, I was texting with one of my uh, Bears friends during the game, and he was, after the two touchdowns, he said, oh, he's watching a bust? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I don't know. Two touchdowns does not make up for three drop touchdowns. And I said, he's a rookie. He's going to, like, iron those mistakes out.
2: (laughs) I don't think that's how that works. You're you're telling me that drops and touchdowns are are equal? So, like, a, a drop, one drop. Is like negative seven points. Wow. That's pretty wild.
0: Um, and I'm I'm hoping in this game...
2: I mean, he did say drop touchdowns. I don't think he's had three drop touchdowns. But either way, he, he, still. I uh, I don't know that that's exactly how that works.
0: Uh, it's kind of like a wake-up call for what he can really do. And teams start kind of going more, covering deep, so that we can run more. And kind of open up our offense on all sides. Um, I'm not – I this is one win, so it's not like the season's saved or whatever. But I think we're going to have some good momentum going into Thursday. It's at Lambeau, I'm pretty sure, against the Titans team who just barely won by one touchdown to the Denver Broncos, the Booty Cheeks Broncos. And, yeah, I am super pumped. Um, If we can just run the ball, keep Rudy Ford in there, keep Christian Watson storming offense, I think we're going to see a real change. Um, Like I commented on – or commented, just subtweeted on wager tweets. um, This was the first game I watched that felt like I was watching the Green Bay Packers and not a team who called themselves the Green Bay Packers. Um, It was clicking. I was happy.
2: So, yeah, go, that go. Yeah, he, here's my thought. The only thing that matters is, do they believe it? It's so weird, but all this stuff is basically fake. It shouldn't matter, right? You're talented, just go play football. But it does. There, there There's just been a, and this is what Tunyon said, like, they, they get to the end of the season and then they feel like imposters, like we don't belong here, we're not actually that good. They stop believing. That's been the issue this whole year. So the, the only thing that matters is, did it click in their minds? I believe it did for Rodgers. He, he talked extensively about you know, how good it felt and exercising demons and all that stuff. There's a good chance it did for Christian Watson, because he's just had nothing but drop, 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 started the game with a bunch of drops, and then he didn't drop anything else. I'm pretty sure once he caught that first pass, he didn't drop another one. Um but it, 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 it needs to go beyond that. I, I will also say, first of all, that feeling that permeated to all of us has to permeate to the team probably tenfold. So even if some of the guys have doubt, my question is, how good did that feel? I remember you know watching all those sideline videos. I, I swear it's like we won a playoff game. Something really special about that win. But you watch Watson, you watch Rodgers, you watch all the players in the fireworks and charging out on the field and celebrating in the locker room and guys going nuts and the lo- that has to feel good after how bad everything else has felt. And if if nothing else, that should drive them. You know, it's one thing to say that loss was bad and that's gonna drive me to be better. Okay, fine to some degree, but this is something else. This is where it's like I got a taste and I want that again. You know, especially for the young guys. You know, I I know Christian Watson knows what it feels like to win, but like that, in the NFL, nationally televised game, your whole family, the whole world basically watching, and you were the superstar in that game? Telling me you don't want that again? This whole team has to want it again. So that's the biggest thing. Do they believe it? I believe if they believe it, they'll continue. How, to, to what degree, I don't know. It doesn't mean you're undefeated. There are other teams you are going to face that believe. Pretty sure the Eagles believe in themselves. That goes without saying. And it, it's true about Tennessee that the, the problem with the whole they haven't beat anybody good thing is nobody has. There's, there's nobody with a good record that's got a good record by beating up on good teams because there's like four good teams in the entire NFL and they didn't all just play each other. It's the same thing that happened with the Vikings. They're frauds. They haven't beat anybody yet. Look at their record. Every every team they beat sucked. Well, they've only ever played teams that sucked. I mean, that's every team. But they went up against Buffalo and beat Buffalo, right? So now, suddenly, they're not frauds anymore. So, yeah, I mean, every team kind of has played... Every team with a good record has mostly played garbage teams. But the biggest question is, are we a garbage team? Are we the Bills and the Giants and the Chiefs, or are we the Raiders, Colts, Commanders, Colts again, Texans, Broncos? Because, I mean, there's, there's a clear line. The three best teams they faced to the three teams they lost to. But are we that good? Are we, are we up there with the Chiefs? By the way, the Chiefs won in overtime. It's not like the Chiefs steamrolled them or anything. So anyways, we'll see. Fair enough that they haven't really beat anybody good. However, they were close. Um... Although their losses or the, their wins were close to. So they're just kind of right down that narrow line. The bad teams barely lose. The good teams that beat them barely win against them. And I don't know where we line up. So we will find out. Thursday is going to be a big day. Um, the biggest thing, though, is, is the Packers. Because I, I believe them. a lot of people get mad when they say um, something to the effect of they didn't beat us, we beat ourselves. I don't know why. I mean, there is a difference between losing and beating yourselves, right? I mean, if you throw a pass that gets broken up because, you know, there's pressure and tight coverage all across the field, that's good defense. If you miss a pass to a wide-open receiver, that has nothing to do with the other team. That has to do with you suck. <laughs> the other team sucks, too, because they let your guy come wide open, but you missed him. You know, that that's running the wrong route, that's falling down, that's all, you know, those kinds of penalties. So there is a very clear difference. If they go out and beat themselves against the Tennessee Titans, in other words, play like garbage, we'll have every answer we need. If they go out and play like they did against Dallas, then there's every reason to feel good. And I'm glad it's a short week because we don't have to sit here and ponder it too much. Let's get an answer. Done deal.
5: Hey, Ryan, it's Britt from Airback. Hey. How about that game, huh? How
2: about that? Wasn't
5: expecting that. I was just hoping we'd at least be competitive. But lo and behold... We won. Feeling pretty damn good. Feels so good. I'm actually still in complete and utter shock. But anyway, <laughs> a couple of things. Um Mason Crosby, I you have to you have to think that this is his last year. Yes, he had the game winning kick, but they had to get it close.
1: Yeah. That
5: long one he had wasn't even close. Amari Rodgers, thank God someone got their heads out of there, you know what to pull him after that fumble I mean just just cut him already keep Nixon back there he at least looks comfortable returning the ball returning the ball Amari he just looks like he has hot potato in his hand every time so he I've been saying it since last year but maybe now you know kind of an eye-opener thank goodness they made that adjustment
2: yeah, and again, I've said this a thousand times. My position is we didn't draft him to be a kick returner. We drafted him to be a wide receiver. For whatever reason, they thought he'd be good at that. They were wrong, and they've refused to admit that they were wrong. Let's end that experiment. Let's fully dedicate ourselves to developing him as a wide receiver. Let's see if he can do it. Let's give him another year or two. If he can't do it, then you know he goes the way of Equinemius uh, Saint Brown or something. Um, but you know, I'm I'm I don't want him cut. I want him to be a wide receiver and I want to see how that goes.
5: Christian Watson. Wow. Yep. Could you imagine what the season would have been like if you would have gotten if this would have been his like second or third game of the
2: Can you imagine if the first pass of the season was a touchdown pass to Christian Watson, how that could have changed the entire trajectory of our season? Just a just a random question. Year, and like, like I can't- not that was not me trashing Christian Watson. I'm just saying Think about it. If he catches that, and we don't decide not to throw to him the rest of the game, and it, that that just, you know, who knows? That could have been, first game of the season could have been 107 yards and three touchdowns. Who knows? And we beat the Vikings, and we go on to, you know, changes everything about the season. It's a fun thought.
5: Even imagine. And, like, we actually ran the ball tonight. Kudos to Matt LaFleur. He actually had a pretty decent game plan playing to the Cowboys' weakness, which is their run defense. So hats off there. Rudy Ford, another good pickup from Goody.
2: Another, yeah, another example of Gutekunst finding a really good player and the coaches being way too slow to just do the very obvious thing. But you know what? At the end of the day, they did it, and it seems to be working out.
5: Two picks. Um, I thought the defense overall played well. However, I still, still think Joe Barry needs to go. Like, some of those long down plays, why are we playing soft?
2: I know that commercial is playing in the background. Sorry, go ahead.
5: It's third and nine. We're going to cover 12 yards deep and let them get the first down. He's just too soft. He needs to go. I'm still on that bandwagon. Um, yeah, if Mario Rogers wouldn't have fumbled the ball, we probably wouldn't have even went into overtime. But it is what it is. Win is a win. I will say that when they were showing the clips of McCarthy and Rogers pregame hugging and smiling, it did make me smile and oh, yeah. it made me happy to see that he was welcomed with such a, you know, such open arms. He did do a lot for the team I agree. and the community and whatnot. So that was yep. that really made me happy to see. Um, and I don't understand why we couldn't just play every game like it was the Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. McCarthy's return. Because everybody showed up to play today, which was fantastic, except for Amari Rodgers, of course. Uh, yeah, I'll wait to hear what everybody else says and what you have to say. Go, Pat. Go.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty much there. Um, like I said, difference with Amari. I'm. I'm. am st- not. I'm not all the way to the fire. Joe Barry thing, but I will say that you know, again, it, it ultimately just like I've said with Matt Lafleur, it comes down to the coach putting guys in the best position to succeed. Um, it's one thing if you've got a handful of guys not performing, and that may be where we are. Um, You know, we moved Savage, and it seemed to be an improvement. Savage played better on the slot, in my opinion. Rudy Ford played better than Savage did at safety. Um, Amos is seemingly doing a pretty good job. I think, um, you know, individual players seem to be doing a pretty good job. So we're kind of to the point now where how much of the issue is Joe Barry compared to individual players not doing their job. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I haven't looked at it enough and, and, and honestly don't trust my opinion enough to, to call for the defensive coordinator to be fired, but I'm definitely not opposed to that thought right now, because again, I'm stunned at the lack of performance by the defense, uh, the lack of, fire heart determination all that stuff that uh, the the know-how the, the the fact that these guys seem so confused all the time more so than last year which makes no sense um there're things that I don't know definitively where that comes from but I can't help but acknowledge that the most obvious answer is the defensive coordinator but we'll see how it goes you know i called out uh, or or ruled out the offense already this year, and they may have turned the corner. So we'll give it time. We'll, we'll, we're will we'll continually answering questions as the season rolls on. This was a big, major shift this past week, and um, we'll see. We'll see where we're at. I'm kind of on the fence on that one. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get ten percent off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com dot com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer! Ten percent off a four hundred dollars slab pack—that's forty bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com dot com slash packdaddy for ten percent off your first purchase.
4: Hey ma'am, what a game! All I got to say, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> It was it was so good to see all phases of the game just come together. So, go Pack Go.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people upset about the defense, a lot of people upset about special teams, and, and there were certainly mistakes. Um, but it really was, despite some of the issues, it really did come down to all three phases. I mean, even if it was just a 20-some-odd yard chip shot for Mason Crosby to, to ice this thing, we did need special teams to, to come through. And I, I think... Field position, you know, the 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 kicking, punting, the returning was on point. That really helps the game. Um defense, despite the issues, they really started strong and they finished strong, coming up strong to uh to shut them down, you know, getting them off the field on fourth down and whatnot so that we can get the ball back and end the game. So, you know, offense was the star, but it took all three phases to come through in those clutch moments, and that's that's what we got.
4: Hey, Ryan. Hey, related about this win always good time when you uh
2: hand a big fat help to, to Dallas fans. Uh see and I I don't, I don't I don't I've said this a thousand times. I don't like I, I don't dislike Dallas as much as a lot of Packer fans do. I'm not a Dallas fan for sure. Um definitely don't like Aikman so that makes me happy, but I think Skip Bayless is is the one that just makes me so happy. Plus, I plus, the the other thing is I know Dallas fans really hate us. I think it's just because we beat them all the time. It doesn't bother me as much, but I know for a fact they hate us. And if we lose, they're going to be insufferable. So I guess it's nice to not have to deal with that. But um, seeing a Skip Bayless um, meltdown is always is always entertaining.
4: But I gotta say, some of the Packers fans there flipping idiots. <laughs> Quit screaming.
6: On third down in overtime. The Packers are on offense. How hard is this?
2: So that, that drove me nuts too. And I saw Aaron Rodgers trying to quiet the crowd, and I swear it got louder. I do have one question though, because I heard the entire game that people were stunned, shocked, and saddened by how much of that stadium was filled with Cowboys fans. I'm sure there were a lot of Packer fans screaming because that was very loud. It had to have been pretty much the entire stadium screaming because, I don't know, man. I, I don't understand it. But I do wonder how much of that was Cowboys fans making a ruckus. Just just that thought crossed my mind.
4: Put that on Twitter, and a bunch of people were like, oh, well, it's good there were so many Dallas fans. Hey, then quit selling your freaking tickets to Dallas fans. Good grief. Well,
2: there you go. Yeah, no, I... Uh, and, and you know, Matt Ramage had kind of, I saw a video of him um, kind of yelling about, he he's walking through the concourse or whatever you call it, where all the food is and stuff. And he starts yelling, hey, how about them Packers? And there was no response. Nothing. I mean, that that's like automatic. Like, go, you know, you see, say, anybody says, go Pack, go. And it starts a huge chant echoing all through the halls. And um, his whole thing was just like, Packer fans kind of suck right now. Like, And I understand there's there's a general malaise, but you're at the game. I, it's just, I don't know. I, I don't get it. And then, yeah, like on top of that, you know, the noise level has always been low. Now, apparently, nobody even wants to go to the game, especially Dallas. So What do they do? They sell their tickets. And nobody seemed to care enough to try to make sure they sell it to Packer fans. They just went and sold it on some exchange thing. And so Packer fans all bailed on this game. Dallas fans all swooped up and took those tickets. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's understandable, but it's also a little upsetting. And, again, that was so loud. If that was all Dallas fans and Packer fans were being quiet, it, maybe, maybe what happened is Dallas fans were making a bunch of noise and Packer fans got confused and were like, yeah, let, everybody's cheering, let's cheer. And it's like, no, 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 that's them cheering. You need to be quiet. By the way, Packer fans, you're going to shush every single Packer fan when they stand up and make noise. I hope you were telling the Cowboys fans to sit down all day. Hey, 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 sit down. What do you think this is? A rock concert? I'm trying to watch a football game here.
4: Like I said, put some respect
2: on Aaron Rodgers' name. <laughs> Welcome back, Bryce.
4: I wasn't attacking you, Ryan. Just some phone calls. All good uh, man. I heard from the callers that were saying some pretty harsh stuff. Yeah.
2: It's just it's just my stance on it. I'm just making sure we're all clear on where I stand with this situation. And and again, not that I need to, but it's a short call, so I'll just throw my thoughts in the middle. I, personally, will put respect on his name after this week because he played well. I will not put respect on his name after Tennessee if he plays like dog crap. (laughs) Some people will. I won't, right? Right? I mean, it, just, it depends what we're talking about. Like, do you do you respect Aaron Rodgers as a Packers quarterback? Yeah. I mean, if we're talking his entire career. Do you respect what he did on the field in that game? No. It's kind of like what I, what I was just talking about with Sammy Watkins. Some people are mad that Sammy got a, a good PFF grade. Oh, dude, Sammy, are you kidding me? That guy sucks. Did you even watch the game? He was awesome. But... The point is, people are like, Sammy has been so bad this year. He's a terrible football player. PFF is a joke. for He had a good day. He had a good day. That's it. You don't have to say he can't have a good day because he hasn't had a good day so far. Likewise, I don't have to say Rodgers is playing well because he was good last year. That doesn't make any sense. So, I get it, man. You're, you're talking about somebody else. I just, I'm just making sure we're all clear of the stance of the Packernet podcast. It is what it is, and it ain't anything else.
4: Yeah, he wasn't playing the best, but give the guy a break, man. Anyways, put some, put some respect on his name. I'm out. Have a good night. to lose Bye-bye.
2: Yeah. Um, no. It, and again, it's 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 kind of like this. This is how it sort of feels, just for me. And I'm sure I can. Some people can relate to this. It's kind of like when you fight with your spouse. That's how it feels with me and Rogers right now. Like, not not right now, but let's say prior to this past Sunday. You love the guy, but you are just kind of ticked off. You know, they didn't take the freaking garbage out. That's kind of usually my wife's mad at me for that because, you know, I she's been asking for, well, let's be honest, it's been a couple days now. But, you, I mean, if you keep pushing on it, it'll go down. Like, I mean, there's space. Give me a break. I mean, you're putting stuff with so much air in there. Like, smash it down. It's fine. You can take it out every four seconds. I got four kids. I take it out every four times a day. Put step on that thing, will you? Gee, so what? It's. I mean, it, when when the lid doesn't go down, I'll freaking take it out. All right. No, but it's. It, we had a spat. That's all it is. Somebody does something and you get mad at him. Rogers did something. He played like crap, and I got mad at him. Doesn't mean I don't love him. I just get annoyed with him. Same same with my kids. Like, my daughter was yelling. Just the first thing that came to the top of my head, there's 700 examples every five minutes. But I was just thinking, I think it was yesterday, my my daughter was, I went in the kitchen, my daughter's watching TV, and she starts yelling, Dad, help, Dad, help. I go back in the living room, and she kicked this giant decorative thing. I don't know what it is, who knows, but it's, it's on our wall. It's a giant wooden thing, and she's holding it up with her feet because she's upside down on the couch because obviously she has to watch TV upside down. And then her feet are flailing and she kicked this thing and it's about to fall in her head and she's yelling help. So I got to run over there and grab it and then try to hang it back up. And of course, it's held up because my oldest daughter, she wanted to decorate. So she put a bunch of nails in the wall. So now nails are falling out of the wall behind the couch, inside the couch, like, the, you know, the back of the couch is separating the nails. So I was like, well, that's gone forever. So it's like, why, why, why are you upside down right now? What is wrong with your br- Sit down. Lay down. Why are you on your head watching TV kicking stuff? I just I was annoyed for like 5 minutes. Not even. Like once once I gave up on trying to find the stupid nail and figured, man, that the ones that are left are probably going to hold this thing up. You know, there's the one big screw that's that's really all you need and then there's just a couple nails that are just to kind of support it, but figure the big screw in the middle will be all right as long as nobody's upside down kicking it. But it has nothing to do with not loving my kid. Now that I think about it, it was the same kid that said she needed help picking up my wife's lamp on her side of the bed because she did the exact same thing. She kicked the lamp off because she's doing, like, gymnastics while she watches TV. Kids have so much energy, it's ridiculous. Like, they're doing flips on the couch, and that's, like, how they relax. Like, they're not being, like, they're actually watching TV. Like She's watching it. It's not like, oh, she decided she doesn't want to watch, she's bored, she's going to like play on the couch. No, that's just how she sits on the couch or lays in our bed, spinning and twisting and kicking. Oh, help, the lamp fell off. <laughs> good Lord, kid. The point is, though, after this win, you watch how good he played. And and I, I again, I believe I'm speaking for a lot of people when I say this. It wasn't just, good, you played better, that's what I expect. Do that from now on, you jerk loser moron. Seeing him play with passion and be excited and be pumped up, we all felt joy for him. The same people that have been dogging him saw that smile on his face and instantly it just warmed our hearts. We love Rodgers. With some exceptions, no question. Some people hate the guy, fine. But that is a very, very, very small minority. I'm guessing a lot of the people that even Bryce is calling about getting mad about I'm guessing, maybe not all of them, I don't know, but I'm guessing a lot of them are very happy for Rodgers. We don't want Rodgers to go out like this, right? I mean, if it is, if if this is what it is, fine, then yep, Rodgers needs to be benched and we need to move on and we should either trade him or he retires or whatever. Got to find somebody else. But even if that's where we think we're headed, that felt so good to see that and to watch that and just, it just... We want that for Rodgers, and for ourselves, and for the team, and everything else. That's my personal feeling, and I think I'm not alone in that. So, anyways. Joe, the janitor, what's going on, man?
3: Hey, Ryan. Hey, hey man. Joe, the janitor. What's
2: going on, playa? So,
3: we finally won one.
2: Yes, sir. And we
3: beat the Cowboys, and we beat Mike McCarthy. Yeah. Pretty excited, And Freaking jerk. Um, Yeah. A very unfortunate event.
2: Oh, here we go! Um, toilet stories. I got
3: called into work at halftime.
2: Oh, that stinks. Um,
3: pretty upset about that. <laughs> i sure. honestly the toilet, um, uh, toilet was clogged. Told and you. They Nailed needed, it. Uh,
2: Wait no a minute. Than- Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Joe. Wait a minute. You you're on call with the movie theater for. Clogged toilets come on joe come on if you if you're messing with me just 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 be honest with me joe that's all i'm saying do they give you a beep when i was on call they actually had a beeper if you can believe that like a, a 90s beeper and i used to get paged oh, being on call is the worst you come on joe uh
3: joe the janitor to do it because the guys that were on and that were working at the time just couldn't handle the
2: task. So Joe, Joe, come on, man! They had to call you in because you're the unclogging expert. Because they don't know how to use a plunger. All right, I'll just, I'm just going to listen to the story. I, I won't interrupt. I might. I, interrupt.
3: Uh, I had to go in and take care of this toilet clogger.
2: Yep. Oh, man, it. it
3: was a rough one, but uh, I got it done. Okay. And, um, did you get and to Packers see the game? Also got it done. Packers finally won a game. They did. I'm very proud of them.
2: They unclogged their problems. <laughs> All right, no more toilet jokes. That's cause they're easy.
3: You know, we 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 did we we almost played a full game. Seems like uh, the third quarter, which I missed most of it because I was uh, doing some plumbing.
2: Now we know why we um, seems sucked. Like
3: we didn't play very well that quarter but other than that you know three quarters (laughs) either way we we showed up in both halves which we haven't for this entire season i'm just excited man um you know i'm I'm happy now that i'm home i pound some beers because that getting called in at halftime after uh being like four past blues in the you know a little rough hopefully nobody noticed that i was a little sloppy but I did unclog the toilet. That's a victory. The Packers won. That's a victory. Now I get to finish this 12-pack. Another victory. Anyway, I'm excited. Biggest
7: fan. Shalom.
2: Shalom. I appreciate that. I hope somebody got my office reference. I always always worry that uh, you don't know what I'm talking about. I have a lot of toilet ideas. That's because they're easy. (laughs) He actually had an idea for a net. To catch all the change that you drop in there. It's funny for seemingly obvious reasons. Anyways, uh, Joe, always love the toilet updates, man. Uh, Thank you so much for letting us know how that's going. And please don't do that again, because when you left, we were bad. And obviously, you working on a toilet is a jinx for the Packers. That's what this is all about, man. That's what superstition is. You got to just find those things, right? Like... If you got game day nachos, and you switch it up, and you're like those jalapenos are kind of jacking up my my system, I need to stop doing that. And then we go on a losing streak. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to suck it up and deal with a little bit of acid and ulcers or whatever it is, and put the freaking peppers back on the nachos, okay? Because we're trying to win. We're trying to win championships here, right? Standard. Matt LaFleur talks about a standard. That's the standard. Put the peppers on there. Put a little hot sauce on top. Maybe that'll kind of amp things up a little bit. I don't need to tell you what to do. You understand these things. But, uh, Joe, no more toilets during the Packer game. Turn your phone off.
1: Yo, yo. Yo, yo. Nico. Uh, By the way, some redneck inbred stole my phone (laughs) earlier. said
3: something
1: to you. I have no idea. But anyway, so clearly...
2: Do you know the uh, well, person? Well, we were listening
1: with Christian Watson. Duh. I mean...
2: Uh, Didn't I say that? Looks like we're all fixed. Everything's good to go now. All the- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to brag. It's my podcast. I can do that. Haven't I been saying that? Didn't I say as crazy as it sounds, I feel like he's the answer, he's the key? Because we need that speed. Didn't I say that? It's just one game. I know. I know it's just one game. That's fine. But I'm going to victory lap it up for a week or for a few days.
1: All the bad people can be happy, and all the happy people can just be that much more happier. And all the people that said Christian Watson was going to be the greatest thing ever can see. I, 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 I don't know, yep. but no, you know, just kidding, obviously. Um, nah, jokes. They just all and all just seem to play a little better today. You know, I mean,
2: humor. I have it too. <clears throat> uh, Sorry.
1: Obviously, there was good and bad. There's always good and bad. I can't remember all the plays. I, I know Walker was doing some stuff. Um. Uh, I couldn't believe it that uh, freaking Savage was called as being having a good couple plays. He had a couple good plays. Yeah. You know, Jair got his knickers toasted. Um, but uh funny. I come back after I grab the uh, drink, and there looks like the Cowboys got away with one on that on that touchdown to Well Of course, they got away with one. So, but um,
2: hey, hey, hey! Know, wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Talking. From what I hear, the refs are the reason the Packers won. Which is hilarious because I see people saying that on social media and it's like which play are you talking about? I didn't see anything. I mean I'm sure you can go back and rewatch and find some holdings and stuff that were in there, but there were no egregious calls in this game. What are you even talking about? It's so weird to me.
1: I had to watched it and went out there and just I can't imagine. The dude probably felt like he was on a, on this on a single island. Yep. Uh and just Hating himself for dropping that very first pass, he definitely made up for it today. Uh, I mean, this would have been, it would have been cool if, if we could have done this like five games ago. But hey, you know what? Right. Um. Uh. Just it's good to see him win. It's good to see Mike McCarthy throw his head down on the ground. <laughs> uh, that was just awesome. Um, and uh, so, you know, they play. They still have some things. Actually, actually, the two holding calls, the, one, the, the the big ones, the one where uh, uh, Razul hooked the receiver, that was a good play, and the one where uh, Yash you know, grabbed the back of the jersey, that was a good play too, because Aaron Rodgers is about to get a helmet stuck into his face. <laughs> so um, honestly, it was just kind of a good overall game, maybe, uh, I don't know, I mean, I still kind of want to see Love play, but just so super glad that Watson went out there and and just got to just kick the crap out of that monkey that's been hanging on him ever since day, you know, game one. Yeah. Aaron Jones. I want to come back as Aaron Jones when I die. Um, <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. Cause that dude's just fricking awesome. Um, who knows? Maybe we can retool that fool and uh, keep him around. I think he would probably do that. You know, just change his cap, give him $30 million as a, you know, as a down payment and pay him a million bucks a year. Who knows? Just Call that guy down in Tampa see how he does
0: it. Well, I'm going to uh, go get some ice cream. So uh, yes. go,
2: Pat, go. Yeah, the, uh, the realization that hit me today, and I, I want to ex- expand on it more tomorrow, but it really made me sad to realize that I genuinely think, and I know losing Devontae is, is a serious problem. I genuinely think this could have been, maybe still can be, I don't know, could have been the best version of the Matt Lafleur offense we've seen. I genuinely believe that. I have never seen a Packers team run the ball this well. I don't remember the uh, '90s all that well, and I wasn't born back in the uh, Lombardi days. But I, I just I've 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 never seen it. The absolute pure dominance on the ground is insane. And I don't know that we've had a deep threat like this at least since jordy because this dude is crazy and on top of that uh, did, you know yes i think christian watson is a better deep threat than mvs was but even if mvs was a good deep threat rogers could never hit the guy i don't understand what the problem was there but they just could not get on the same page have you seen a single bad pass to christian watson I mean, we've seen a lot of bad passes from Rodgers. this year. I've seen him to Ture, I've seen him to Dobbs. I've seen him to Watson, even in this last game. I'm sure there's been maybe one or two, but I don't recall any bad passes to Watson. And that's not an easy ball to throw because that guy's so fast and they're all deep passes. Those guys are on the same page and Rodgers does a good job of gauging his speed. For whatever reason, he could not get on the same page with MVS, but he is fine getting it going with Christian Watson. And I just think that pairing of a dominant ground attack and a real elite deep threat is such a scary and unstoppable combo. And then you kind of pepper in the stuff in between. you got the tight ends. you got the running backs as receivers. You've got Lazard, Dobbs, Watkins, blah, 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 blah. I know Dobbs is hurt, but I'm just saying. That's where you start to just you know work the body a little bit. How are we so far? I thought we were like 20 minutes into this. Um, Boy, oh boy, what do we do? Let's just keep going. I'll throw a random break in there. Nico, what's up? Hold up. Hold up. Got to find it. I got to skip ahead here a little bit. Nico, are you there? I know he says something because I can read it. Nico, wake up!
1: Oh, well, that's a butt dog right there, bro. <laughs> I was just in Trader Joe's. I don't know if he gave it. Listen, sorry about that, sir.
2: You had a great day. <laughs> oh, I love it! All right, uh, let's get out of here. Let's let's get out of Idaho and head over to Alabama. Hey,
6: this is Chris Christmas Alabama, man. Hey. Calling in. I was trying to call in earlier, but I've been at a barbecue all day yes. watching the game, doing uh festivities.
2: But I- first of all, sorry to interrupt, Chris. If you've been at a barbecue all day, I need details. Right? We can talk football. That's fine. I want to know about the barbecue a little bit. All right. Let's 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 get down to you know. Let's get let's get work done first, then we play. That's how the things work around here.
6: I just want to say, man, that is a big win today. Big win today. I'm so glad we beat the Cowboys. Feels when good. the chips were down, we answered the call. We battled all the way into overtime. We came out with a win against a, a, a good football team. I'm proud of how everybody played. Christian Watson, three touchdowns. Are you serious? <laughs> He he came out today great. To see.
2: Every caller has said Christian Watson, three touchdowns, and every time somebody says it, I get jacked up all over again.
6: See that. Great to see that. See promising that. And, you know, it was just a good win. Yeah. Now, I'm not about to say, I'm not about to jump in and say, oh, we can make a run and all that, but I'm just going to take the win today. Enjoy the win. I hate the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm so glad we beat the Cowboys. I'm just going to take this win. And enjoy And that is what it is. That's it. But a win is a win, and we won. Congratulations. I'm glad. Go Pack Go, man. I'm
2: out. I think that's it, man. It's just, I don't know what it means, but it felt good, and I'm going to enjoy it. That's it. We don't need to do anything else. We'll have more answers on Thursday. But we can just enjoy this. I always want to overanalyze everything. Like, what does it mean? I don't know. We won't know. Got to wait. Maybe we won't know after Thursday. Don't know. But I know that felt good. And I'm going to enjoy it. That's all I know.
7: Hey, Ryan. Daniel from California. Hey, man. I remember back week four, five, I don't know. I think it was actually after we played the Jets and the Giants. I called about Reed Ford and saying that he might be the best do we have, yeah. just because he's flying around. He needed more playing time. I played high school football. I played junior college football. I tore my ACL, helped coach with my team a little bit after. But
2: I don't, you know, I'm not an
7: expert. I'm not, you know, I, I'm not a long-time coach. But the one thing I always knew when I saw Rudy Ford, because it's something that I was coached, my DB coach was a practice squad NFL player, and he would always say that a guy that trusts his eyes and goes is always better than a guy that hesitates. Right. Because even if you're wrong, at least you can show him what he's doing wrong. Exactly. And just, that guy will fly around the field least to try to make plays. A guy that just sits back and just doesn't make the play is a guy you can't trust. Yeah. And Rudy Ford, lying around just like we he has been the last couple of weeks, finally got his shot. He's trusting his eyes. He's running down and making plays. And I'm I can't be more happy, man. I just I know I know that being confident as a defensive back and trusting your eyes and just rallying to the ball is what you got to do. And I don't know, dude. I just just saw it with this guy, and. The defense wasn't great in general, but he, yeah, that was awesome, awesome to see. Honestly, it's it's sad to say, but Keeshawn Nixon probably a better slot than Darnold Savage. <laughs> you
2: got no. Nope. That was weird. I I, I I saw that and I didn't understand it. Why Why was he in there? Do we have any understanding of that? Was there some kind of injury? Did he get pulled? I don't know. I, I just I saw Nixon and I was like, why is he on the field? And I never asked the question. I never got an answer. So, if you know, let me know. I I don't know. Maybe they mentioned it in the press conference and I missed it. I don't know. But um, I was I was confused by that
7: pass rush going on. So it's going to be really pivotal that we establish the best rotation. So if we got to start rotating Savage out, bringing Nixon in because Nixon and the plays that he's had has looked real good. Like he's been flying around making the plays. Savage isn't making. I don't know what it is, man. With Savage, he just he, he doesn't have that fire to fly in and make plays. On his blitzes, he's just running into blockers. You can't have that guy just wait blitzes. Let Adrian Amos do it. Rudy Ford will get a sack on one of those blitzes because he trusts his eyes and he goes. Even if he's wrong when he goes, you can show him what he did wrong and then he can make it right. You just got to have the guy that just trusts his, his eyes and go. That's what you got to do. Anyways, hopefully this is a jumping-off point. I don't care if we lose every game after this. I don't care if we win every game after this. I'm just happy to see that they're starting to see what we see. And
2: Let him finish here.
7: I went a little long. I didn't get a chance to say go Pat, go. Have a good day, guys.
2: Yeah, I mean, this is, like I said, I had talked to my half-Mexican lawyer, Blaine, about this and what we were talking about for Rudy Ford in particular is it just makes sense because of his style of play. He's got a massive amount of speed. That's what we love about Savage, but he's also bigger and he's violent. He's freaking crazy. And, and, and you add in that component that you're talking about of trusting your eyes because it, none of that matters, your physicality, your speed and all that. If you hesitate, it just doesn't mean anything. Um, it, it, it erases your speed. Um, but I, we, we saw that on display. I don't remember the exact play, but it was, um, I think it was a, either a tackle for a loss or a very, very short gain. But right as the play was developing, Rudy Ford just took off like a, a, he, he was shot out of a cannon. And like you're saying, if, if something went wrong, if maybe he didn't end up throwing the, the screen and he throws it, but, you know, we run that sometimes where it looks like you're going to throw a screen to the right and then you do the little pitch to the running back over to the left as a separate screen. Rudy Ford probably takes himself out of the play on that one because he he read it and he ran. And, again, you, you correct that later, but you still love to see that. And in this case, he just completely blew that up. But he took off, and not only did he read it and react immediately, but then you add in the speed that he has – and then you add the the angle that he took. You add the the violence and physicality he has, which we love because he's a special teamer, right? He's a little crazy. That's what they talk about with Dallin Levitt. You got to be a little off to be a special teamer. You have to have sort of no regard for your own life or your own safety. Safety. Um, And and, and Savage doesn't really have that. And I, I hate to keep dumping on the guy. I think he has some talent, but he doesn't have that sort of killer instinct. And he certainly is not a physical football player. Um, you know, it, it, that's why, honestly, being a corner makes more sense because he, he's more fast and twitchy and less physical and, and violent, which, he, you know, as much as coverage is the most important aspect, you have to have some violence to play safety, in, in, in my opinion. Anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, we've got a few calls to get through, but um, we may need to save those for later. So thank you guys all for calling. 608 is the number to call. Please continue to do so. Have a great day. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.